0: We are, when, when, are, we? We? When, are we? when are we? The past fucking sucks, man. 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 Well, what if there is no tomorrow? Is dude are
1: Dudes, you guys are going to go back in
0: time. Yeah! Yeah! Time
1: travel has not yet been invented.
0: We review yeah. films that all follow a common theme. Time travel. Time
1: travel. The appropriate question is, in the hell are they? Are, are you ready so. for this? I don't uh. know. I don't think I'm ready for this. I don't think I'm ready for this. The second time I watched it, and had no idea. I really wish. Tenet. Should, should tenet. we like actually start? You know. I think we should start. I think we should okay. start. Um, how do you want to start this one? Because I don't know. This I don't know is how to tenet. start this one? <laughs> um, I did write up a. Uh, so this this is this is when are we? I am Dave. I am Nick. And uh, I'm living in the past, man. I'm living in the future. No, oh, wait. It's the other way around. You get that yeah. wrong. You get that wrong. I got yeah. it. So this week, we've decided to do uh, Tenant. I don't want to say this was anyone's pick, but it was Nick's pick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you putting this on me?
1: No. It's all good. I mean, the thing is, is that um, I will right off the bat say that um, I needed outside help to understand this movie definitely so um i've done i did a lot of reading and then like honestly after i read it i liked it more mm-hmm. but i will say i did not like this movie watching <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely uh
0: it's definitely a film that re- requires strict attention mm-hmm but also a a a large amount of uh the release of any kind of you know the suspension of disbelief i suppose because it's just it's and i I think i'll talk we'll get into this a little bit more i do want to talk about christopher nolan as a filmmaker but yeah, i think i would love that this is a movie that has some really interesting cool things about it and cool ideas but i think it 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 fails on an emotional level, first and foremost. Um, It's, and I think, again, we'll talk about it, but I think that's a, that's a, a that's a,
1: uh, I'm a little little hot. hot. Yeah, a little hot. Yeah, that's better. That's better. You were right on on it. You're like, sorry, I might've been a little too close. Uh,
0: But no, I think that, uh, you know, Christopher Nolan, it's probably one of his big weaknesses as a filmmaker is I think his movies don't really have a lot of, real feelings in them they
1: just no. sort of i mean the characters get <laughs> characters have feelings but i would say if i was going to if i was going to um uh christopher, put christopher nolan in a box it would be a <laughs> box that said written on it i think i'm smarter than i am oh really i just i don't think, I it's think that. he gets i think he gets these grand ideas right uh-huh. And he doesn't really like fully hatch them and really fully think about them. And they end up being what they are. I don't, I don't think he's necessarily dumb. I think he's, I think his movies are, are relatively good. Like every one of them has something I usually like about it, but they're always missing something. And mm-hmm. I think that's where he tries to stretch himself a little too far and ends up a little flat, but we, didn't, we haven't even talked about the movie. We haven't described the movie. I think we should probably <laughs> try to do that. Because I yes. think, honestly, that is the major point of the... I think if we can describe this movie to people, th- our goal is done. <laughs> like, that, that, that is the big thing. Yes, Uh. well, I'll say this movie, uh, as you may know, was the film
0: that saved cinemas during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh. I think it was one of the first big releases it was in theaters in the middle of like pre-vaccine pre it was just like yeah. people were like it, we're going to the movies yeah i did not see this in a theater though uh,
1: no no theaters were open obviously at that time where we were no yeah um, i forgot that this came out during the the like height of the pandemic it feels yes. like for some reason this movie feels like it's been around forever because it had such a weird release you know yes it was i mean it made a
0: lot of money but that's I mean. But at the same time, it was you know, in a year when no movies made any money, so it, it's it's all relative.
1: It is all. Relative. Uh,
0: but yes, it was released in the U.S. on September third, twenty twenty. All right, September third, twenty twenty. That's a horrible time to come out. I was not. <laughs> I mean, I think they were trying to push it back, but eventually, it was just like we got to get this thing out there. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't really understand because obviously, so many other movies had been delayed. Why this one? You know, why did they really, I mean, is it just because they thought, oh, it's a big visual effects movie and and it's, you know, people will go see that, but it's not, it's not a film that, you know, all the performances are great, but it's not like this film with it's not like a Tom Cruise movie or something where, you know, it's this big draw. I mean, it's Christopher Nolan, a intellectual action movie director, you know. <laughs>
1: air quotes quotes. Uh, intellectual anyway yeah no and the biggest name in it was probably uh Pattinson you know like yeah and he says
0: he's a secondary character you know
1: um what
0: you know the kids are not flocking to the movies to see Michael Caine anymore uh I mean also I was Michael Caine in this movie (laughs) he's got to be it's required by law don't you know it's got to be in every Christopher it's part of everyone the house of lords ruled <laughs> that uh
1: Mr. Nolan must hire Michael Kane so for even a, even a little teeny tiny bit a tiny bit part that might may or may not make any sense um oh yeah goodness. so should we get into the description of this movie or? yeah yeah
0: i mean uh i mean i, I can give sort of a general overview of the plot which is that um a C, i think he's a cia agent played by uh john david washington son mm. of denzel yeah uh his name is simply protagonist Dude, but he <laughs> we're gonna get into that no, let me get through this let me get through the plot first uh he uh is recruited by an organization which doesn't They don't really like outline it's not really like tied to any nation it's just an organization yeah. called Tenet, which is dedicated to uh investigating and i guess trying to stop uh this phenomenon in which certain items have had their entropy reversed and what this means is that the items will travel in the reverse direction so right. you throw a rock it's actually going to come back into your hand you're, you're catching entropy is reversed. You're, catching you're catching it, it. but you got to put it down first which is this is where things get <laughs> this is where i start to lose things yeah but you know y- so he 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 gets involved with this uh, this organization. Um, he is introduced to his handler named Neil, which is played by Robert Pattinson, uh, being really actually British this time, which was refreshing. Was nice. I feel like he's just, nice. he's just he's just is always an American, yeah. and it was just nice to hear him in his natural accent, I guess. Um, but he uh, finds himself Connected with a Russian oligarch, very timely. We'll talk about it. This movie is very yeah. timely, and it takes place
1: uh, in Ukraine. The beginning opens in
0: Ukraine. So yeah, uh, but he gets uh, connected to the, a, a Russian oligarch who has. Uh, they discover is the one inverting these items, um, and the idea is there are items that are not just you know being inverted in the present, but they are also coming back from the future. So the uh, the the Supposition is that he is in the future inverting more and more things and sending them back. And it all appears to be kind of this detritus of a, a war that is going on. So there's something terrible happening in the future. They don't quite know what it is. We don't know who it they is. Kn- they don't know who it
1: is. Well, they know it's this, they, they figured out it's this oligarch who's connected. Sure. He, yeah. Um, well, look, he's got connections to the future. We don't really know who in the future really is. Right, right, right. We don't
0: quite know who is precisely so the one
1: thing that i read um that so the idea is that the the future has declared war on the past but for unknown right. reasons i read a bunch of different things and one of the um one person um laid out the laid out the argument that it was for climate well they say that in the movie do, do they? I miss that. Yes, totally. They say, that. they
0: say they say that very kind of. That's the thing. Is this movie? I'll say this as well. You have to pay. This is a movie you have to see in the theater because you have to have horse blinders in order to actually understand what's going on. True. You can't. You have to put I, your phone down. I'll we'll also
1: say that the audio in this movie, I I couldn't understand what anybody was saying. Oh that. no, actually, <laughs> I
0: just I had the same problem. Actually, I'll talk about that. It was yeah. it was actually sort of surprising. Uh, but basically, uh, John David Washington goes on a chase uh, with this oligarch and there's this cat and mouse game that culminates in a basically uh, what we find is the oligarch is planning to hide the device that allows him to reverse the entropy he is then going to kill himself and when he dies this uh sort of dead man's switch is going to reveal the location of this device causing the you know havoc in both the future and the past yeah. Meanwhile,
1: there's this so much uh, to this movie, there's
0: so much, this. so much going on. I just wanted something simple, but no, we chose no. This,
1: this is this is not simple. Uh, <laughs> but uh,
0: that's the sort of the, the basic
1: gist of it. Uh, so the other thing is is that like you're learning as he's learning, like what's going on. So like at mm-hmm. first, there's like he thinks he's searching for this box that has plutonium, which you know is going to be some major bombs in some major city. Uh again we talked about how it started off in Kiev and he's he's on this mission to abduct somebody who i believe is the the, the Russian oligarch, right? Isn't that? Who he is. No. No, no it's not somebody not different. I, I again I saw this last week so it's going to be coming back to me as I as I read it. So um so he goes to he's on this mission and before he's on this mission, he's given a, uh, a suicide pill to put in his mouth. And he's, he's in this mission. And then in the middle of the mission, he sees the first backwards uh, bullet. And he's saved by this mysterious person who's decked out from head to toe from this backwards bullet. And then eventually is captured by the bad guys and eats the pill, the suicide <laughs> pill. And apparently the little, that, silver,
0: the little silver suicide pill. You gotta right. go out with
1: style. Go out with style. But apparently <laughs> that was not a suicide pill. It was a test by Tenet, the, the organization, to I I'm not quite sure. But the, the suicide pill ends up uh not working one way or the other, if it was real or not real. And then he goes to a boat where he works out for like a, a couple months. That, I, that was probably my favorite part. So he goes on a boat and he's really like working out and he learns about Tenet. He learns about the whole backwards mission thing. Yeah. And um, um, and as it turns out, the guy who saves him in the beginning was Patton. So that's nice. Saves him. That's nice. That's yeah. There's, there's, there's kind of like a,
0: a bromance between the two of them. There is a big is, bromance. It's kind of the closest thing this has to any kind of, real relationships, you know? I, I mean, even the, you know, one thing we haven't talked about is the 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 woman that the oligarch is married to mm-hmm. and has a son with. She plays a pretty important part because she's sort of his, John David Washington's entryway into meeting this oligarch. But, yeah. you know, she has, her situation is she, you know, obviously mean Russians gonna Russian and uh, she's basically held as a sort of prisoner by this oligarch uh under threat that he will
1: take her son away i will say that the the um the entry and exit of all the characters in this are just like oh there they are oh now they're gone like (laughs) (laughs) they're still even with the patents and stuff he just uh, appears and then all of a sudden they're like best friends and all of a sudden (laughs) they are they are teammates Um, so the, the, the way it happened and then the next, the, the, the dealer that we find out, so Washington, um, he traces that one bullet that, that he found to an arms dealer in Mumbai. And that's when he magically appears with Pattinson to be his, his buddy. And then they go on this, like, um, slingshot up a building and they break into this arms dealers building. And it turns out to be, um, the Bollywood actress, Dimple Kaput. I'm not going to try to say her name, but she was really, I, I liked her, but it was a woman and um she kind of puts him on this path to find the Russian oligarch. But her, her she comes in and out of the movie so much. And there's just like, whoa, where, where, wh- why is she here now? There's like, there was no rhyme <laughs> or reason as to why people were in and out of this thing so fast.
0: It, it, you know what it is? It's it's one of these things that is I think true, especially in a lot of the more recent uh, Christopher Nolan films. Is he just loves? Uh, he's such a fancy lad, you know. He just is loves these like snobby kind of not snobby. That's a wrong word. But he's into the, the he's into the finer things. You know, yeah. there's all these there's all these things they talk about with like. Uh, like you know the the suits they wear you know the 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 yeah. woman that the oligarch is married to she 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 appraises art and she forges or or she approves or, or uh, a fake Goya you know they're they're on this like yacht and they, you know, yeah. the opera but it's just it's also and it, you know the thing is all these characters can just kind of just jet off to wherever they need to be yeah whenever so they can just kind of show up you know. Yeah, they, they have those means. Right.
1: <laughs> it's, it's so wild. Uh, yeah, like it's just it's so funny. And then, you know, I think like even even Kenneth Branagh, like who is I really like Kenneth brana I think he's a great, great actor. You know, he's a traditional like Shakespearean actor. Right. <laughs> and he like he has trouble like bringing a humanity to the to the character. And like everyone is just so cold. Everyone is just dressed up really, really nicely, and so cold. Like, there's no emotion in this. Uh, like, I, it's just it was so hard to follow. For that reason, for me, it was just like there was nothing. There was they gave me nothing to really feel.
0: Well, I think one of the one of the problems is that you've got this very wild plot, and 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 frankly, unlike maybe I don't know Interstellar or Inception. This is a really kind of complicated idea to wrap your head around, which is that things are in place, but they're going to come back. But they've got to be put there at some point. Mm-hmm. And when does that happen? It's just, you know, you're you're kind of every time there was one of these moments where, you know, a bullet flies out of a wall or a car starts driving backwards. You're like, OK, well, where is the car coming from? You know, yeah, wh- right. Uh, it, it just it's it, you you kind of get distracted by that. Yeah. And you've got, you know, they're really and, and with that without the sort of emotional core. There's a lot of I think a lot of trouble trying to stay invested in the movie.
1: Yeah. And the first time I watched it, I had a really hard time. The second time I watched it, 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 it was a lot. It was a little easier um, because I had like a basic idea of what happened. But it, honestly, it wasn't until I read a bunch of synopsises about this that I was like, "Oh, okay. oh, okay, I get that. All right, I get it." Um, uh, yeah, it's wild. It is really, really wild. Um, I mean, it has I'll- all the elements that that like scream out nolan you know like the car chase scenes are like the oh, most yeah. nolan thing ever like there's a, a pack of of trucks driving down the road and then a whole bunch on <laughs> on ramp onto it and they're all part of it and it's just it's so it's so nolan it, everything screams nolan yes and it, it has some of my
0: favorite tropes of the uh spy action uh genre which is my, one of my favorites is people go to a restaurant and uh, they sit down. There's a scene where Michael Caine and John David Washington are sitting down, and Michael Caine's already started eating. And he's like, "Oh, I'll get you, you know, I'll get you some food." He's like, "Sure." And he says, "I'll have what he's having." And the person just brings the plate of food right as John David and Michael Washington. They finish their conversation, and he leaves. Like, can you have box that up for me? And he's like, "Absolutely not." <laughs>
1: That was really good. I did like that. I like
0: that because it was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna point out how ridiculous it is when people sit down in a restaurant, order food, and then just get up get before up they leave. even. Yeah. I mean, I guess they were at a country club. We didn't have to pay or anything, but like it was just absolutely uh, silly.
1: Yeah. That's that's <laughs> um, yeah. The, that's the Michael Caine stuff that was just like I was like really confused as to why he was led to Michael Kane. and then yeah. Michael Kane was a very like important role because he told them about the the painting, which absolutely had no bearing on the movie at all. But there was this painting that was was a fake or something, and then that led that him um John David Washington to the girl who was married to the the oligarch. So yes. it, he was a he was a like a crucial pin in this whole movie, but he was there for no reason, and for two <laughs> seconds. That was, that was it. He's just a British, I mean, he's a British intelligence officer, I guess, and I he's guess, just sort of yeah. a contact,
0: by the way, we should start referring to the woman as Kat, that is her name, the, the estranged wife of uh Kenneth Branagh's character Sator. Uh, Sator. Sator. By the way, I want to talk about Sator real fast because okay. there's actually, I don't know if you read this, but the name of this film as well as Kenneth Branagh's character come from something called the Satter square okay explain that. and so it's hard to we'll have to post it on the instagram but basically uh it's a it's a piece of stone that has had a uh what's it called when well, it's the same way backwards and forwards
1: oh uh I know palindrome. 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 That's it. That's it. Palindrome. So it's a
0: palindrome. Yep. That's a series of names. It says first Sator, Arepo, Tenant, Opera, Rotas, and that whole thing is is a palindrome. Oh wait! If you put all of those together, they're they're all like all five words are yes yeah, stacked on top of one another on this
1: square, and I gotta look at this thing uh it's uh i think it's on the wikipedia for tenant i i will i will look at it but i i believe you i'm not saying you're. yes a liar any to but you
0: know there's all these like references to the movie in, in just in that square there's uh, the name of the oligarch there's the name of the movie and it says opera
1: yep the movie starts with an
0: opera scene oh and the name of Satter's
1: construction company is rotas rotas right okay oh that's i like that that's nice that's that's yeah. smart. I wonder if that that was the first like piece of the puzzle for Nolan to write this thing So just look. I at guess so. Just kind of put all the pieces together. <laughs> um, I, I do think though that the the person who stole the show on this was his wife. Um, mm. She had the most like human feel like because like she's being basically held ransom or like Mm -hmm. held hostage by the Russian oligarch Mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. because of his money but also because she has a kid that he doesn't let her go right she's like I'm gonna (laughs) leave and he's like well you're not taking the kid with you and then I feel Mm -hmm. like the whole point of this movie was also founded in uh, one line he had which is you know basically John Lennon saying if I can't have you nobody can have you Right, and in the end, that's what this movie was about. Where uh, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but this is a spoiler show, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you haven't seen the movie, go see it, and then come back and listen to the rest of it. I don't know. Um, so the basic idea is like he Kenneth Rana finds out that at some point um, the, the whoever's sending this stuff back to him that he has like cancer and he's going to die, and basically is like, well, if I'm going to go out, the world should not keep going. So he's going to pretty much destroy the world with, I guess. So that's where things get really weird for me too. So like, basically he meets up with that arms dealer again, and she tells him that there are, what is it? Is it nine pieces? Nine pieces. Nine pieces that when you put it together, and I guess press a button, the whole world will kind of blow up, right? that's kind I, of I, I, sort
0: of it's 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 a it's it's sort of like in the atom project that yeah. oh, the Adam Project, but remember how it was that thing where it's like the the it was like the algorithm was yeah. on this heart this one hard drive yeah, yeah. and this was <laughs> the thing that allowed for time travel it's the same
1: idea here it's the same idea where
0: it's 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 just this device that allows people to reverse Right, The entropy of objects. They don't really ever show you how they do that.
1: No, they don't. But essentially, like, I guess there was because there was the uh, everything kind of circled around the uh, airport, which is apparently a real thing where people can rich people can leave Mm -hmm. stuff at an airport and they're not going to get taxed on it. So this rich guy, Brana has all this stuff in this warehouse in a airport. And one is this kind of like teleportation box which is how the time travel works. You kind of go in there and then you come out and you're going backwards or you go in there and you come out and you're going forwards. And I guess if you put all of those pieces together, nine pieces that someone in the future created and then eventually committed suicide, they say, Oh my God, (laughs) because they didn't, it's kind of like the, like the atom bomb, like, Oh my God, what did I just unleash on the world? Um, she commits suicide after she creates it. Um, Wait, who does the person who made the nine? People. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it, again, that was that's just told to us. Yeah. If you're not, yes. if you can't hear it, like I couldn't hear the movie, you might miss that part. <laughs> um, but I think that's told to us through the the arms dealer. She gives a lot of information about the future. She has, I feel like, the most information about who's sending the stuff back, what is being sent back, how many things are in the world that actually exist from the things from the future. Um, but yeah, I guess if you put all those things together, the world can blow up to some degree. I don't know how they don't really tell us, but it, the, the, the idea that where it ends, where he's like, behind a fence and he can't get to it. And the guy, the minion is kind of there with his finger on the trigger, waiting for Brana to give the okay to blow up the world. It was, it was a little much for me.
0: It was just, I mean, I think the idea is that, and this is what Satter kind of explains towards the end of the movie is that the in the future, climate change is so terrible mm they are basically trying to invert the entropy of the world to get away from it.
1: So are they trying to fix it or are they trying? To I think it's just
0: escaping. I don't think escaping. they understand. I don't think it's that they're trying to go back in time and it's not a thing where they're like, Oh, we're going to go back in time. And right. We're going to make sure that people don't, you know, do what we're doing now. Right. Uh, um, you know, we're going to actually, you know, have sustainable renewable energy and whatnot. Um, and i guess for sator he knows he's going to die he decides he's going to go back in time to the last time he was happy right right and that's when he's going to kill himself and that is that is kind of where we are yeah. was this 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 moment in time when he was with his wife that was the last time he says he was happy
1: right on the yacht but that's and- on the yacht
0: but that's where the movie is taking place so yeah ostensibly he has reversed himself quite a bit to get there yeah i he mean he's gone and he he, he knows what's going to happen and he's decided just i'm gonna nah i'm out going back yeah which is yeah. nice i mean who who yeah, doesn't yeah. want to be able to do that i want to go back to like some of the best moments of my life you know uh,
1: well, uh give me give me one moment you would go back to oh man um i mean my happy. wedding was great i, I would go back and i would invite you i would i would okay, definitely I'll make go.
0: sure i invited you Thank you. It only just met, but I would have I would. You know,
1: I think this, this is a common theme throughout the, uh, your wedding that I wasn't invited <laughs> to. It's a common theme in the show. But yes, I I, I, I I drive by that place. I drove by it the other day and I was like, uh-huh. I, I was like, that's where Nick got that got married that I. And I didn't go. I, mean, <laughs> you
0: know, I should have just I should have just told
1: Tracy, to leave her husband
0: at the. At and then bring the me and then bring you.
1: Oh, no, that would be even worse. Tracy I love you I do if you're listening to this I do Shout out Tracy Souls Tracy South. <laughs> sorry uh sorry
0: audience that was uh that yeah. was a...
1: inside joke Way yeah.
0: way inside way joke inside. Anyway uh so yeah I think this that's the idea with is he's just like fuck it I'm just going to like
1: but also like the idea that you you he goes back to a point where he's the happiest but his wife who is you know a very big part of this is absolutely miserable like there's a point oh, yeah. in the show or in the movie where she sees that woman who he thinks she's having an affair with it's herself jump off the boat and she's like oh oh to be free to, of this of this absolute nightmare <laughs> like the idea uh, i i just found that really tough because like the idea that you would go want to go back to a point where you're the happiest you've ever been in your life, but the yes. person you were with was one of the most miserable points of their life.
0: Well, I think that's the point of the character. Is yes. he's, he is right. a villain and he's a bit of a sociopath. And for him, this moment where he exerted total control over this woman by by taking, you know, threatening to take her child away, that makes him happy. Yes. And he's one of these people who confuses, I think, you know that that control with love, you know he says he says to her I love you, you know, but it's it's just it's obviously he's just kind of got a whacked out sense of what romantic attraction is. Yeah, he, he thinks no of power. He thinks of power as as being equivalent to.
1: He's a love. rich oligarch, I, I'd imagine that is. Yeah, I mean he's a, he's a yeah he's a
0: sociopath, like I said.
1: Um, so it may, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. It's
0: just sort of like yeah, it's very like fuck everyone, I'm going to do what I want situation.
1: Yeah. It's it's wild. Uh But I
0: think uh we haven't gotten to the very very end which is the biggest spoiler so spoiler. This is, this is your last warning. Last warning. Uh but you know, after they recover the uh device, uh everything's saved, I, I, I presumably anything entropy related won't happen now and the world's just going to suffer from from climate change
1: yeah and then yeah i mean i guess these these things still exist though right they or did they blow it up like i think they blew it up right no no the
0: pieces exist they break it up at the end
1: but they it's like it's like um kind of collapsed in on itself in a tomb right so it's probably no no that's that's the thing is they they got it Oh, they go. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I'm sorry, my fault. So their whole point was that they were going to break it up into pieces. Right. And the guy, that third guy that was uh their buddy, that kind of good looking dude, I can't remember his name. He was like, Okay, now you take this piece, you hide it, and commit suicide. (laughs) So that you are the only person who knows where it is, but now you're dead. Yeah. But then Pattinson's like, yo, bro. We've been friends forever. You take my piece and go on. I'll see you. Like, I'll see you when I see you or something. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) But the the end, end line of that whole thing is like, this is just the beginning of your journey with me as a friend. But this is my right. end because apparently he's moving backwards, but right. but uh, Washington's moving forwards. But if he was moving backwards, wouldn't everything be in reverse for him?
0: Uh, this is where it gets a little. Uh, this is where I again where I get really confused because yeah. you're right. Yes, I think. <sighs> Because what we what we basically reveal at the end is that protagonist John David Washington's character the name protagonist is, his name is protagonist but he is the
1: actual he created tenant yeah, sometime created. in the future yeah so basically the one thing that I, I, I learned about or I found kind of funny about about this is the tenant is basically time cop right. There are a lot of time cop similarities actually. Yes, it's funny you say that. I have
0: some notes about that. Yeah. Um but yes, it has time cop vibes in the sense that somebody's sending things in the past which are destructive to the future. Yes. And
1: the and destructive the, the, to the past too. And destructive to the past. But uh, just it's yeah, no it's it's a really <laughs> tough one to get your head around. And there's oh. so many like like, there's just so many things that just, for example, so they're in this tomb, right? And and they're, they're trying to get that P, that, that whatever it is, away from the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting and they, they, they get it. And then all of a sudden, some rope appears out of nowhere that they grab on and Pattinson pulls him out from the underground mm-hmm. with his truck. That rope right. was never there until the last second. It's like it's, the convenience of the writing in this. We're,
0: we're mind-boggling. Well, I, I think it's more, you know what it is? It's, it's not, that doesn't even bother me so much as I just feel like these rules that they kind of create get, first of all, I don't fully understand it because yeah. there's this scene in the beginning where John David Washington says, so they have him hold a bullet that's been, its entropy has been reversed. Yes. And he's like, it's gonna jump in my hand. So she says, well, you gotta put it down first. So he picks up the bullet and then he puts it down and then he raises his hand and then the bullet flies back into his hand. Right. So, and they say the idea is that effect comes from cause. Well, yes, yes. But I just, I, I, it becomes really hard to know what's the effect and what's the cause
1: in this. Exactly, Um, because if it's going backwards, the cause would never have happened, but the effect would have happened. Well, it's like Bill and Ted logic. You know, it's like you put something in the future, you set things up in the future to
0: help you in the past. Like the the keys, the the keys, and the and the garbage can, and the 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 fake guns, and whatnot. Right. They just have to remember to go back. They just remember have to go into uh, they just have to remember to go into the future
1: to set all that up beforehand right so is (sighs) i know and he learns it really fast like everything he learns really fast how to do things in reverse yes like driving in reverse like he he's got that down apparently
0: oh god yeah i i I, that was oh my god it and I, i i'll say this like you know Nolan is everything he does looks so good and perfect. He obviously, it's like perfectionist. He's everything kind of looks like this movie looks like a car commercial. It does. And <laughs> it's 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 one of those things where it's it's like you said, it's it's so sterile at points that you kind of get you kind of everything just starts to bleed together. You know, the movie itself starts to bleed together, and that you know, there are these scenes where john david washington revisits a place that he has been in the past and he is now running backwards and fighting with himself yes well you're not supposed to touch yourself yes but you're not supposed to know you're not supposed to interact with your others your reversed entropy self.
1: right i think you're physically not supposed to touch him and that was his like reasoning is that like him in his altered state was covered head to toe with like tactical gear but oh so he, he's not actually he's touching not physically him. touching himself but he stabs himself in the arm. Like, I think if there were, like, blood contact, it would probably be even worse, right? I mean, he, he, he doesn't necessarily get blood in himself,
0: but, yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's, um, it's again, it's just a
1: really... Anyway, I I
0: I can't even be, keep...
1: I think when things run out of control, like, in, in the no, most Nolan way possible, was the the climax where there are three different um militias yes (laughs) (laughs) kind of running amok but for no reason we have no reason it's kind of like inception right where like there's just like these group of people trying to attack something we don't know why Go ahead. ahead. well
0: it's what they call this because i wrote this down because i thought it was really funny is they call it a temporal pincer movement you know, i did
1: read that. no I, I think so yeah it's like surrounding it go ahead you could say it's when, well it's
0: when yeah, it's when the the the, the uh, you know offensive force i guess uh flanks both sides of an enemy formation yeah so the idea is that they're doing that but with time <laughs> so they're going to go in
1: backwards and they're going in forwards which is that sounds dirty but like oh man <laughs> i know which but i mean like the it's just so insane it's just so insane because you have all these groups of armies kind of like just running they they weren't doing anything other than just running around
0: well they were running and they were um kind of fodder for the
1: reverse minds that were going off yeah right 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 and they were just like you know groups led by you know Pattinson, but you didn't know who anybody was because they were all wearing helmets and masks, and it was just faceless, faceless good guys, yeah. or faceless bad guys. We don't know. We don't
0: know. Yeah, which uh, you know, now that you mentioned in the masks, that was another thing that I found odd. So there's this thing where when you are when you are tempor- when you are temporarily reversed when your entropy is reversed, you're you you can not breathe the air. You can't breathe air with reverse. Oh, right. entropy. you have to
1: wear the the, the mask. You have to
0: wear a, a mask with oxygen from you know your the 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 place you came from.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I don't understand that though because you have bullets that go through people. Yes, that have reversed entropy.
1: Well, what, the, what is it about? What is it about air? I, don't, I really did not understand. I guess you're like... breathing it out, but you breathe in and you breathe out. So well, if you yes. were to reverse that, it would be the same thing. Here's what really got me too. Is it, it that the oxygen? Totally maybe that maybe maybe the oxygen actually oh, gets breathing sucked out of your blood. Carbon dioxide and you're exhaling it. Oxygen. I guess, yeah, I guess
0: that's it. I guess you'll have to. You'll you'll.
1: <laughs> Here's the other thing that really got me. So when he's going backwards and he's about to learn how to go backwards. Uh, and and it actually plays out in the movie um he uh is told that fire is cold and bullets like the whatever the back, backwards bullet is way more dangerous right but fire or yeah fire is cold so he gets in the fire in the car and he gets hypothermia which is crazy I, that didn't make any sense to me like why just because you say something is backwards doesn't mean that fire is coal
0: <laughs> like if you fuck is down black is white dogs and cats living together
1: <laughs> the shark still looks terrible the shark still looks fake still looks fake, <laughs> still looks fake. um which wow! Was just yeah. on. I was just watching Term- or uh, Back to the Future 2. I-, I got sucked <laughs> into it for a minute. I was like, "Ah, oh, this movie's so good." Uh, but yes, yeah, so the, the be- whole like every the upside down world was just like it was kind of mind-boggling because it didn't make much sense to me when I was trying to wrap my head around it. I was just- so
0: here's 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 a question I have. Hypothetical. Let's say this entropy reversing technology exists and there is a bullet from the future whose entropy is reversed. And it's, let's just say it's just like sitting in a wall. Like it gets shot into a, a brick wall. Old just brick wall, in there. just sitting in that and brick it's, wall. It's sitting in there. Yeah. So is the idea that, let's say this happens in the year 2025, this entropy yeah. reverse bullet is f- shot into a wall. So is the idea that the wall? It will then be travel. The bullet will be traveling back in time in the life of that wall,
1: and eventually come back out. Yeah, right? yeah I mean, if but it who, who
0: it, is it going to come? But who is it going to come back out
1: at? I mean, it would have to go back to the person who shot it. Like, right? But that
0: person's in the future.
1: Yeah, it makes. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This I is know. so it's. It's frustrating. This is where I was saying at the beginning, where Nolan thinks he puts this whole idea together, but he doesn't thoroughly think it through to the point where it makes sense. And I feel like he does this in every goddamn movie, and it just makes me so mad, because I think he's good. He's beautiful. His movies are beautiful, but they make no goddamn sense.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I say, I actually think that, Like I said, Inception and Interstellar, those kind of work for me. A lot of that stuff works. Like a lot of the science that they're sort of pseudoscience. Certainly Inception, but like the idea of a dream within a dream. Okay, I understand that because because we've actually because we've also seen that before.
1: Sure.
0: And the idea of going to a different planet or going through a black hole to reach another planet again, seen that old hat, seen it before. Um, and there are some, but there are also some new ideas in there uh, that he kind of, but he uses, they they work because he's building on a, a sort of an idea that we already have seen or kind of have a conception of, I guess. Right. Um, Inception of. <laughs> uh, but we have, a, we have a, we have sort of a general, it's familiar. Right. The whole idea of reversing the entropy of an object. I don't think I've seen that before. Although there is. There is a scientific theory that they they kind of momentarily mention in the movie, but I went and looked it up. It's a lot of formulas I don't understand, but it does sort of deal with the basic idea of it has to do with like I suppose the it's like particle physics or something like that. It's like a theory within particle physics, but the idea is that that the the, the electromagnetic. Magnetism or something gets reversed. I don't understand it. Well,
1: I mean that's that's what they're saying is going to happen sooner or later with the poles of the Earth. They will flip. Oh so no! The South Pole will be the North Pole, and the North Pole. Will Wait,
0: how Pole. how soon is soon?
1: Uh, they a lot of people. Uh, I I wish I would uh, thought about this earlier. I would have looked it up a little bit more thoroughly. But I they do believe that we are living through it. It's like happening now. Oh, really? Yeah, and if you look, um, there's a lot of. S- Stuff about there's a there's a couple of um, spots over the Atlantic I think that are showing signs of it flipping. And uh, I don't remember how I, I, I've looked at this this information. I read an article like two years ago. so uh-huh. what I remember is very small but what I do believe that like the, whatever magnetism is happening, there's a spot over the Atlantic that's showing the, the, the polarity mix. And it's, it's happening, they believe it's happening now. And eventually the South Pole will be the North Pole and the North Pole will be the South Pole. And they don't know what ramifications it really will have on the earth. I mean, I think it would flip our seasons, right? So we'll have Christmas during the summer, kind of like Christmas the Australians during, do. Right. It, yeah, it'll be like uh, Australia or South America, hmm. it's winter. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that'll be- I, I mean, like, that could be fun. Yeah, sure will just you know <laughs> christmas where everyone's in shorts yes <laughs> well i'll start talking with australian accents and, and that would be good and then obviously We're the on most the, thing, the most important thing is that our uh toilets will go the other way that is important yes is important. Finally.
0: finally finally so actually that that's a great point how
1: do you go to the bathroom <laughs> tenant <laughs> I yeah <laughs> how you go to the
0: bathroom it's it. where does it go does it go back into you that sounds horrible
1: that's that's very that's, weird feeling that's what i'm going to pull to um imagine to, uh, the
0: re- imagine the relief that you feel when you've really really got to go but that gets reversed <laughs>
1: oh my god you just god. feel
0: you just feel yourself
1: filling up with your own waste and it's just disgusting oh god that's so terrible this is going to be the advertisement for the show i'm going to pull this little bit and put it on instagram <laughs> because yeah how do you if you're if everything is reversed you're literally if you're peeing it's going back inside of you so is that what hap- is that
0: what happens to to Kenneth Brano's character? That's you know why he's that? so really, mad. That's why he's so <laughs> mad all the time.
1: Just, I'm full of my own shit. If you're literally, <laughs> if you're doing everything in reverse, like you're 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 going to the bathroom reverse, so you're go everything is going into you, and everything you're eating is coming out oh of you. <laughs> so you go <laughs> right? to pee and it's just, <laughs> blah, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just forms back into a piece of chicken on your plate or something or God, this is
1: terrible.
0: God, imagine eating like jello or something. That would just be horrific. You know, these little pieces of gelatin form back into a perfect
1: shape. I guess this is what if you're if you're rich, like and you have one of these things, you're just like you kind of you kind of going backwards in time, right? And you're doing do you it,
0: stop and say, Hey, I got to, I got to take a pee break.
1: I got to take a pre break. So I'll go back into this thing and flip the reverse and then go back forward. P. Oh but then God. once you do that and go back in reverse, you're just going to just gonna go. It. It's going to come right back into you. Yes. This makes the Christopher Nolan. What? it so to many, me. I have so many questions for him. So many questions.
0: Oh my God. Oh my God. God. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll say this, uh, we also talked a little bit about his films being totally lacking in human emotion. I have to say, I think his most human film
1: mm-hmm.
0: that doesn't really deal with any, it's, it's one of his few films that isn't really based on some sort of like weird scientific gimmick oh,
1: Uh is the Batman. prestige.
0: Yeah. Or Batman is the prestige. Yeah. That movie has emotion because it's actually a character drama about with these people with this kind of like outrageous
1: profession that they're both in yeah yes I gotta watch that one again that I did enjoy that it's really good it's really good and then I watched David Bowie in it it does have David Bowie in it who plays um, Tesla yeah Tesla which is really great Um, yeah I mean that movie is really really good because it does play on, on kind of like science a little bit because of the magic Stuff to it,
0: well, yeah. I mean, the the idea is it's set in this period of great scientific progress happening, and I mean
1: these
0: these magicians are using that to their advantage. Correct
1: me if I'm wrong. Does he duplicate himself?
0: No, is it his twin? They so basically they find some guy who looks exactly like Hugh Jackman, who is played by Hugh Jackman with like a
1: little bit of like makeup on him to make him look just a little different and he is the double he's the double but i thought wait what about um the other guy um what's his christian name? bale christian bale doesn't he have a double as well yes yeah. he does. does he figure out he's a twin like, he's a twin him? i it's think he's a, a twin yeah but one of them dies i remember that one of them goes to prison at the end right one of them does one of them drown or no he gets out of that this is going on a whole tangent that okay. I haven't seen the movie in a really long but time. But
0: that movie makes sense at the end of it. And it I could actually, I could actually wrap my head around right. it. Versus and also this... I
1: feel like you, you put someone Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman in, and they're going to bring an emotional uh, energy to that movie where this just didn't have it. Like I just did not bond with any of these characters at all humanly, but I will say going back a little further, I would say I recently watched because I was I was on a tear with like the idea of this show because I was like and, and it was on TV and I watched Memento and Memento, yeah. also Christopher Nolan, I would say is probably the it's it's very drawn on character development and yeah. emotion and like it is a time movie like it's going backwards in time i, I kind of like it because it goes backwards and then it plays and then it goes backwards and then it plays and then it goes backwards and it plays so you see these kind of like scenes play out but then you keep going back i liked i don't know if that's a time travel movie but i liked it better than this one it it i mean it it is in the sense that it's it's being told
0: backwards right but it it's yeah i yeah. i i i i mean that's an okay one i i think uh I mean, I've watched that movie too many times when I was in high school. Yeah. It was one of those movies where I was like, you want your mind blown, man. Yo, man. You get a party
1: and someone's like, Yeah, let's just find-
0: you've seen Memento, it's wild.
1: Yep. And then I also remember like um like that and fight club Pie. It was like high was the other one too. Oh, Aronofsky. Yeah, Aronofsky was the other one everyone liked to mind fuck
0: yep. about on.
1: Yeah. But I, I for went, a
0: dream too. Breaking
1: for a dream, yeah. But I remember Fight Club for me was just like one of those movies where if it was the weekend and it <laughs> came on, I would watch it every single time, and I still love that movie. That's one of my favorites. I did rewatch it recently. It is funny. It's a good movie. It's really well written. It's super well written.
0: I find it funnier than anything. Yeah, I find it, I find the. I find it funny. It's also kind of like Brad Pitt is role- like on top,
1: top of his game in that movie he's oh totally so the like pinnacle of his career yeah pinnacle of his career yeah. it is um gross, but i mean that's the whole point of that i feel like the cinematography of that movie is just gross like everything uh, about it is just so gross but put to the like to to brad pitt who's like the most beautiful person in the world you know yeah i was yeah, watching I about- uh last night i was watching um the natural with robert redford mm, for a couple of minutes yeah 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 and I was like, Robert Redford might be the most beautiful human being that's ever existed, right? <laughs> I don't think Robert Redford would get much work these days. He, uh, there it's was a little mo- too plain looking. He, well, he, you know, he lost his good looks and now he's old. But there was a movie that he was in recently, I want to say like three or four years ago, um, where he's, uh, it's just him on a boat that's sinking. And it's really, really Oh, cool. yes, yes, yes. I heard about yeah. that. I can't it was remember. Like the, the Great Storm or the... It's, it's something simple. It's it's something very simple. I'll yeah. find it eventually. But... Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'd say, you know, <laughs> there's a couple of things I wanted to mention about this sure. movie still. Uh, I just think it's really funny. This movie had a $200 million budget. Oh, my God. And, and look, I'm going to say this first and foremost, let's hear it for Nolan and using practical effects as much as possible. Like there really doesn't feel like there's that much digital manipulation in this movie. And, you know, I think he also very famously, there's that scene where the 747 blows up Yeah, and they were going to try and, and like fake it, but he just realized it was just easier to blow up a 747 and I'm like, hell yeah, man, of course that is it is. Fun.
1: Uh, that because, is
0: fun. you know, it's one of these things like we complain about the Adam project being nothing but digital art and I think I know why now because you know what when you got a big set with practical effects there's a whole crew of people that you've yep. got to pay who are in unions who need meal breaks etc yeah
1: that, I don't think yeah it, those are going to cost you and, more and, than the, yeah. the effect and digital
0: artists digital artists they just they're they're not unionized for the most part they're they're just kind of yeah they work until they they drop you know they're like so it's me, the colorist who, uh, who don't, get, <laughs> <laughs>
1: they don't get paid enough uh oh uh oh
0: Um, but Uh, but I wanted to say for, for a $200 million budget two of the like effects quote unquote that they have are just these like very inexpensive things that I would attribute to like a low budget film. So first off the whole thing with the masks, it's just a, it's just like a mask you could buy at a medical supply store, you know, but that's supposed to be the, the big costume piece. The other thing is all those shots of things going backwards; they're just hitting reverse video. It's yeah, like negative one hundred in Avid. <laughs> negative one hundred percent in Avid. That's the that's the big visual effect.
1: Right. Okay. Now just go <laughs> step in that puddle. All right. Reverse it. Perfect. Perfect. And I will say, I I, I did like um, watching uh, Denzel's kid in this. I thought he was like a oh, compiler. he's great. Uh, uh, do you see black klansman uh no oh he's
0: re- that's really good and he is amazing in that
1: you saw that i have to watch that oh um, he is good i thought he was he's a really good actor but for some reason for uh, for my my own sense of kick i i kept picturing um i wanted it to be chris red for some reason chris red from saturday night live Oh, okay. and i was like you know how much funnier this movie would be if chris red was playing washington it'd be amazing
0: <laughs> just like well that would just turn it into a comedy which would oh, be so good I, I i wish there was more humor in this movie because there's, it's, it, there's just it's very slight and it's very there's zero it's uh, not there's even it's not even like kind of british i mean i think the closest thing is like it's like Michael Caine's like British snobbery yeah. and his mannerisms. Like, there's a scene I remember, and I remember thinking maybe I remembered it from the first time I watched it, but there's this scene where he meets him. It's the one where he doesn't, where he orders food and he doesn't need it. But Michael Caine literally says, like, that suit you're wearing, you need a new tailor. Brooks Brothers won't do. And I was like, Brooks Brothers won't do for you, snob. You goddamn snob. <laughs> that was, yeah. I just, I, I just literally thought at one point I was like, "He's gonna say that he's gonna say something about Brooks Brothers not being good enough for him." Is he? <laughs>
1: he's, he's too good. Maybe, the, maybe, trust. maybe the
0: entropy on that joke got reversed to get in my brain before it
1: actually was said. It did. It obviously did. Yeah. That this is the movie that like showcases that you need some amount of humor to like to make a movie without any humor you become this emotionless, just vast emptiness of, of, of things that happen that have no real feeling at all.
0: I just don't think Nolan knows how to write jokes.
1: No, but he writes a lot of, did he write this with his brother?
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if he wrote it with his brother, but he, he was the principal writer of it.
1: Noel Christopher <laughs> was? oh brother? you know it was just it was just him he's the only oh, he, he's writing credit yeah. he him and his brother wrote inception and, and uh the other one
0: yeah they were they wrote inception and they wrote
1: um uh interstellar interstellar together yeah, remember that i mean i don't know was there any humor in in uh inception or interstellar i feel like Oh, there was in Interstellar there was the robot. The robot's funny. And the they robot. the sarcasm they bring down
0: the sarcasm level.
1: Yeah, they bring down the sarcasm. <laughs> I, yeah. I like that. That was really good. Yeah. And I did I think the, the most human thing to that movie was the robot.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, there was the there was the whole storyline of Matthew
1: McConaughey and his daughter who was played by Chastain who's like the most emotionalist actress in the world she takes everything way too seriously way too seriously um yeah I'm trying to think was there any comedy in Inception oh there was like um JGL was a kind of comic relief he had his moments I guess so Yeah, when he was like, make out with me. Oh, I just did that because I wanted to kiss you or something along. Wanted to... <laughs> yeah, He was the real comedy there. Um, but there was yeah, I feel I feel like Pattinson could have been the, the comedy, but he was just trying to be too British.
0: Yeah, he just uh, I don't know.
1: Again, this this film could have here's been better. one of my here's one of my notes. This this movie is, is the most lifeless movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's the most most action-packed action-packed it is very action-packed
0: action-packed dead corpse of a film that i've ever seen yes it does feel it feels like someone's just like a weakened at bernie's thing people
1: just like holding it up by the strings and yeah making it dance and don't call your your main character the protagonist yeah what is going on with that don't do it oh boy um
0: like these movies they come out now it's like man is the is the character's name
1: his name is man <clears throat> and she is woman yeah that's it
0: and just you go through the whole movie and someone writes in a review it's so crazy. You
1: don't even notice that they don't say the character's name. He says his name is protagonist at some point. He says, I'm the protagonist. I'm the protagonist here. Yeah. it's just like, And it reminded me of, I remember I had a conversation with my 17-year-old niece when she was 17. She's 18 now or whatever. I, don't, I think she is. But regardless, she's like, what's very big in this culture of these kids these days is saying, like, I am the main character in this story. It just reminded me of that i don't know why i said that i'm but the main character i'm the main character and that's what he's saying i'm the protagonist in this story sometimes you got to declare it you got to declare it. um yeah that's uh as much as i would want to talk about that movie do you have anything other anything uh, else you uh, i'm, about I'm pretty movie? much out of it i think we need something simpler for
0: next time let's find some some bad b movie time yeah, we'll find it. that which will find it yeah, well, oh, I was gonna say that we'll find it. Stay tuned. Stay you know. tuned. Um uh, watch
1: Tenet if you've got a hangover and you want to make it worse. <laughs> if you want to make it worse, I feel like if you you can't do anything on this movie. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I watched this movie the first time high and it was really bad. And then the second movie time I watched it sober and it did not help. Like, I feel like being kind of inebriated <laughs> is just going to make you lose interest. I, I think it's it's maybe beyond our feeble minds to understand this. Maybe Nolan is just so damn smart that he couldn't figure out how to pee in reverse. Maybe he did figure it out. Maybe maybe have a bag and you got to catch it or something. I don't
0: know. I don't know. I don't know. Where is the? That would be that would be funny if it's like okay, you can you can go to the bathroom in reverse. But the thing is. You gotta catch the waste before it goes back in your body.
1: Oh, like just throw it back in front of you real quick. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's interesting. But you're still throwing up food, basically. Yes, you right? still have so to throw up food. You would need you would need that that yeah, wouldn't you just, to go wouldn't you just
0: you. oh my god, yes. Right? And eventually you would starve to death, i think.
1: Yeah, you would totally starve to death if and you die of, and come. die of dehydration. Totally. You would need you would need to get that whole movement. To go through oh my god one this way or sounds, the other this sounds like a bad time yeah it's really bad um i right. uh, well if, if, if any listeners out there want to explain how you go to the bathroom it's it's not like going to the bathroom in space it's like right yeah. which i mean even kubrick explained to us how to go to the bathroom in space there was the thing in uh, 2001 space odyssey i saw it in real life the member of the wall the in, in 2000 oh yeah you yeah, yeah. explained how to go to the bathroom in space i got a picture of that on my phone when i went to the museum <laughs> i like it i like um, it i would uh i would you should post that. that you should definitely post that with the with, the, with this yeah i will with this I yeah will. um i would uh pay exactly what i paid for this nothing when i saw it on hbo max <laughs> i think uh yeah i hate to say it i want to
0: hold up original ideas and all but this was just it was a miss it was just a miss it just it didn't it didn't hit it definitely wasn't worth its 200 million
1: dollars oh my god that's crazy um should we uh get into the bonus feature should we talk about uh everything everywhere all at once or should we save it oh we can
0: days? talk about that i mean you yeah. were a uh, if you were saying you thought this was a time travel movie. I don't really think of multiverse movies.
1: Well, I mean, it, could you travel. say multiverses are time travel since it's you living in different time universes, right? I don't think that's what's happening in this
0: movie. I think she's only moving into the present, but within different. Right. Within different. I mean, she's, bodies. she's, she's seeing things from the past of, of
1: different universes. Well, I mean, I guess that's the. Time like she travel. sees her whole
0: relationship in the hot dog finger world with. Yeah, Jamie well, Curtis. I mean,
1: I, you get a sense of like what made that person that person. So, like, mm-hmm. there's the multiverse, and she's she's going through the whole multiverse thing, and that one body is being thrusted in all the different multiverse, mm-hmm. right? So, as she before she gets into that body, she's being slammed with all the memories that made that person who they are. So, like, I guess the time travel would be all at, everything, everywhere, all at once is becoming a part of you. Uh, uh, the history is now becoming the now. So it's not it's not time travel in this in the sense that we know it, but it is time travel in the sense that you're 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 learning everything all at once from different time periods. If that makes sense. Yeah, I still don't think that's time travel. I'm not sorry, travel. no. But I mean, multiverse, you know, it has I an mean, element of of time travel, but
0: it can, it can. But uh, I think this one is just, you know, I, I don't think it was. Tra- I mean, it's sci fi for sure, but it's not. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it in the time travel genre. There's no there's no changing past or future or 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 anything related to that. It's about someone trying to become their most complete self in yes. the moment yes and they do that by experiencing all the other directions that their life
1: could have gone
0: could have gone in right and and it's all in service of this woman trying to connect with her daughter
1: yes right i thought that was and, just beautiful yeah it was totally beautiful and, and her, her her all the people around her all but, the people are really her, right.
0: her the husband. daughter the daughter is the
1: central Yes, antagonist to a certain degree, right. in, a, in a way. In this movie. she's she never announces she's the protagonist, but <laughs> but if I were going to say, you know, don't watch Tenet, but do watch something, it would be Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes, it did I would agree. Movie, like so heartfelt and just so moving. I was really moved yes. by that movie.
0: I have to say, also, I I don't know if it was just. I mean, I saw that. Like as soon as it came out, because I really wanted to, and I saw it in a very, you know, surprisingly crowded theater. And I have to say, the react from the audience was one of the most intense that I've experienced. Like I remember, I saw the Spider Man, the latest Spider Man, yes. And you know, it's okay, but um, I mean,
1: yeah, but uh...
0: but you know, people were like, ooh, and awing oh, and applauding when the multiverse thing happens. This was even more like people were just like gasping at parts of this movie gasping as people and like oh like or uh more just like surprise or or laughing at certain things or or really like like people were like i i think one of the first times i i heard the entire audience go oh at once like at a moment that was really kind of devastating for the character like everybody was Feeling that movie yeah so i think i think it's a much more uh
1: engaging film it was. than tenet it totally was. yeah oh, way way more engaging it's yeah it's and not, i knew what was going yeah. on right and yeah that's the thing it's like you, you could really like delve into like the idea of this movie and like the 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 thought process of everything but it was so much more relatable and so much more accessible you know in the sense that the science or whatever you wanna call it is is right there, but it's still complicated. It was still a complicated movie you there know, you okay yeah, okay uh all right yes i think that. we're
0: uh go see i that think more. we're uh go see that, but uh I think that's not ugh, don't i mean I guess it's if you got hbo max you'll see it, but
1: yeah, I don't know. But I, anyway. I cried through a lot of everything everywhere all at once. Oh, that's good. I didn't cry. But... I, I'm an easy cry, though. I'm an easy cry. I know you are. You're going to cry easy after cry. we finish for this record. I know. I know. <laughs> then I got to go back and listen to it Ugh. down. I probably won't edit this one. We, we did pretty good on this one.
0: Edit out my coughs.
1: I'll edit out the coughs. Um, and then uh, yeah, we did good. Good. All right. That's, that's all that right. show. Uh, we're going to figure out the next show. And uh, we'll do it next week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Until then. Until then. Audio. Then are we. When are we.